Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Zyde About Now, the Funk Soul Trend. That is courtesy of Super Producer Brian. And then we worked our way from... He was looking at that because he was comparing the um, soundtracks of She's All That and My Fair Lady. Uh, he said he's a hard My Fair Lady uh, fan. He takes that over... He said any soundtrack? Yeah. Uh, and he said it was m- more the uh, ideological content of the lyrics uh, <laughs> he was a fan of. Uh, no, he, he said uh, She's All That. But then uh, you pointed out Romulus is the is the little brother, and she's all that. Um, yeah. And then we were talking about Succesh, uh, yeah. which I'm I only watched the first episode of season three so far, but all right, you got. Don't worry, you're, I'm you're monitoring like, like a, a Democrat on election night. I'm I'm monitoring results. I'm monitoring people's looking at reactions, the returns come in, looking at the returns, and it seems like after episode two of season three, a lot of people were out. They were like, Ugh, more of this shit. Uh, but now maybe. After episode three, three of three, people I are felt back a in. Little, I felt a little bewildered. Or not, you know, not like lost. I was just like, come, come on now. And now, you know, for I'm not spoiling shit. Just check yeah. it out if you, if you like it. It's, it got better. All right. Uh, election results. Speaking of which, uh, mm-hmm. that is taking up a lot of the uh, trans uh, over the past 24 hours. Um, Eric Adams. Uh, won the New York City mayoral race. Michelle yeah. Wu mm-hmm. won in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, overall, we'll talk a little bit more on just like overall impressions from the night uh, on tomorrow's full episode. White women are trending on Twitter because people are blaming them for the loss in Virginia, which I feel like these are the trends of how Democrats respond to elections and like frame election successes. Uh, They blame a group who didn't vote enough for them, and they highlight personalities of winners without sort of mention of the content of their platform so much. Right. Yeah. Uh, Just a lot of... I mean, we're we're still needing to see more results, I think, to fully get an understanding, I guess, demographically, if, if that matters to people. But I think at the end of the day, overall, it shouldn't come as a shock uh, that people aren't too interested in you know supporting a party that doesn't seem to be doing much of anything with all this power uh especially given how craven republicans are when they even have like a shred of it the braves are trending uh atlanta's baseball team yeah uh, won the world series okay a lot um, of got some happy friends out there from the area yeah, yeah. and uh in general so good for you i'm glad look overall I'm glad the Houston Astros didn't win. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Just as someone with that just banging on a can pain still in my heart from the World Series with the Dodgers, (laughs) I definitely, I'm I'm glad it didn't happen. Do you think listeners know about what what that, because that's a pretty wild story that I feel like because baseball is uh, pretty boring, not a lot Mm -hmm. of people pay attention to it, but the Houston Astros had like a run of, you know, just unprecedented, not unprecedented, but like wild success uh, over a number of years. And it turned out they were like cheating. Yeah. <laughs> they were using, they were stealing, using a camera to steal signs and then using the, their knowledge of the signs in the dugout uh, and a trash can, banging on a trash can to communicate to the batter what pitch was coming. 
Uh, mm-hmm. and you can go back and listen to them do, doing that and people hit a lot better all of a sudden. It was yeah. Inexplicable until you found out they were cheating. Yeah. Uh, that was wow. pretty wild. That was a pretty wild story. But yeah. And they were, you know, it's not that they were like a terrible team. It's right. just that Obviously when you're not. good and then you have this, it's like, well, that's certainly an edge, but whatever. Uh, all's well that ends well, I guess. Yeah, so they were back in the World Series uh, and like trying to clear their name by winning it off uh, in the fair way with a bunch of the same players, and uh, they did not pull it off. They yeah. failed to show up. I, I need to find this tweet, but somebody <laughs> tweeted uh, the handshake emoji between Houston Astros and JFK Jr. failed to show up tonight, um, which I thought <laughs> was pretty good uh, because that that is something that you know, is not trending today. Uh, JFK Jr. did not show up in Dealey Plaza over the last 24 yeah, hours like uh, QAnon was expecting. So, you know, sh- shout out to QAnon. I'm, you know, they're they're hurting right now. Uh, Dude, someone also tweeted, they're like, uh, some pitcher tweeted like, hey, fun fact, uh, Jorge Soler once like hit a homer off me so deep in Omaha that he apologized to me. Um, <laughs> wait, be- wait, who is... Jorge Soler. He's the World Series MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fucking great. Because he had three home runs uh in the like in the World Series. And he was just he he was he he yeah, you know, he 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 did his thing. Three home runs last night? Or cause the Dodgers had somebody who had three home runs in a single game. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. This is just over over the series. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's still pretty good. I don't know. I probably couldn't do it. Uh, I mean, look, he, and he hit, you know, he hit one in the, he hit like a three run homer, I think in the third or fourth inning. So it, look, it's okay. Hey. I guess I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, look, I'm trying yeah. to just disconnect myself from as a Dodger fan and go, okay, good for them. Good for these people that I know. Good for them. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, yeah, next yeah, yeah. thing to focus on. And speaking of the next thing to focus on, uh, there is a vice news headline that I thought was a onion headline, um, but it also brought me back to what's cool about Vice News. The headline, I'll just read to you, uh, drug users are nostalgic for, quote, old school heroin as fentanyl takes over. And the reporting is like they open with uh, this paragraph. For nearly five years, Daniel Garrett made two hour round trips, sometimes twice a day, from Martin to Jackson, Tennessee, so he could buy heroin. Uh, anywhere from half a gram to a, a gram each time. Uh, and then, you know, it goes from there. He finally moves to the town where he gets his heroin, and the heroin dries up, and everything's fentanyl now, uh, and that is killing a bunch of people. So it's definitely, like, good reporting on, like, how uh, a horrible public health hazard, but it's just yeah. a very frank, like, uh, they have a picture of this dude. They're not using a fake name. They're just like, yeah, Daniel Garrett said he can no longer find heroin in Jackson, Tennessee. Um, and I mean, yeah, like versus other places like, oh, don't talk about that. That's not right. That's not real. That's there's too much judgment around addiction. Yeah. Um, rather than also being like, yeah, unfortunately, people are struggling with addiction. And sadly, there's also an epidemic of fentanyl uh, killing people. So, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, uh, and CVS is trending. Um, 
because uh yeah cvs walgreens walmart have opened uh covid vaccine appointments for kids under the age of 12 uh, for the the wild protests begin yeah yeah um do not envy cvs employees kind of yeah i mean it's so far i feel is that the next weird thing we're going to start seeing happening it has to be right uh with younger kids and vaccination coming out because it seems like that's that's a bridge too far for some parents who have been maybe pro vaccine before that where there's like but then this thing i don't know like does it have to be that that right solution um even though you know safe and effective but yeah i can already i can already see the video clips yeah and and also the you know there i could definitely see the anti-vax crowd who thinks they you know even though they're like it's a personal decision also like being out in full force shaming anybody who goes to a cvs with their child to get the vaccine uh, oh yeah which i think would be plenty to dissuade somebody from getting the vaccine for their child right. like when people were screaming at kids and their parents because they're like you're putting a mask on your kid yeah exactly yikes alec baldwin stays trending okay. so what the thing i saw about this is that the armorer uh who people think is you know was supposed to be in charge of making sure that all er, everything was safe with all the guns that were being fired on the set their lawyer is suggesting it was a plot by someone to sabotage the set and specifically pointing to the people who walked off the set the day before because of the terrifying working conditions. So rather than, you know, the logic that would say they were scared for their lives because of bad working conditions, the next day, those bad working conditions uh, harm somebody and kill somebody. The the logic they're suggesting is that evil uh, worker is planning to make a point about work safety by killing somebody. Yeah. Um, Ah, That's rich. I I mean, and then Alec Baldwin is now like taking screenshots from like people who worked on the set who are saying things like, I loved it. It was the safest place I've ever been to sort of counteract (laughs) this like very distinct narrative that's out there where people saw that the the camera crew walked out or like, like several camera operators walked out because of the working conditions many people is very like articulating like this is like one of one person quote in my 10 years as a camera assistant i've never worked on a show that cares so little for the safety of its crew Mm. Um, meanwhile alec baldwin is posting on instagram from like the costume designer who's just saying this and quote i'm so sick of this narrative i and again he posted the thing and just said read this okay (laughs) which is, I'm sick of this narrative. I worked on this movie. The story being spun of us being overworked and surrounded by unsafe, chaotic conditions is bullshit. We never worked more than 12 and a half hour shoot day. That was once. Most days were under 12. The day Helena died, we had come off a 12 hour turnaround after an 11 hour shoot day. We had, including camera, gotten off by going on, dude to do. This is all provable. The camera crew had hotels. They just didn't feel they were fancy enough. Not that they were unsafe. You can't tell me that six big men felt so unsafe in their hotel, but were fine sleeping in their cars and parking lots, which never happened, like they also claimed. So Alec is just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with it uh, in his own way, which is just posting these uh, contrarian defenses of his. So yeah. it's like he's been saying, you know, nobody posted the uh, voicemails to his daughter that didn't call her a disgusting little pig. <laughs> So like what what about those, you know? Mm, yeah. Um and 
Yeah, I mean, it, and even then, like, you're, there was, like, this New York Times piece where the assistant director said, like, told the detectives that he should have inspected the, all the, the rounds that were chambered in that gun and didn't. The assistant director said that they yeah, specifically... Yeah, because that was the last person who had custody of the weapon before Alec Baldwin had it on set and right. said, declared it a cold gun. Right. Um, but, in fact, he had not verified that. So... Yeah, again, a lot of a lot of mistakes, right. and tragically, or just recklessness. And I think that's really the the point of this investigation is to understand like where it starts from. Yeah, it does feel like if there was any doubt in these uh, the people who walked off's mind about like whether this was a safe set or not, like they probably would not have drawn attention to, attention to that after somebody was killed. Also, yeah, like there, there, there's plenty of testimony. It's not just the people who walked off. There were actors who were saying that it just felt uh, incredibly unsafe, and that yeah. the people behind the camera were often behind like uh, you know bulletproof glass. And uh, yeah, so that just feels like a terrible situation to be in, especially when uh, the producers are trying to cut costs. And finally, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, who, you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it, throws the most beautiful ball, uh, in in the league. Oh, um, yeah, man, just a work of art. The the ball he throws, but he is also so he held out over the off season. Was really mad at the Green Bay, uh, the team, because they drafted a quarterback like to back him up. And he, I don't know, felt threatened by that or it thought they should have consulted him before doing that um, and was very uh, upset and then like came late, didn't really play in the first game of the season, which they lost by a bunch. And and then he has been lights out ever since, like once he decided to actually play. He So he tested positive for COVID-19 and it turns out even though he said at the beginning uh, of the season at a press conference on August 26th saying I'm immunized, I'm immunized, <laughs> which should have, should have jumped out to people. The maybe. question was, and what's your vaccination status? Have you done it yet? Yeah, I'm immunized. I'm immunized. But then he also like kind of threw people under the bus with the rest of his answer. There's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. It's a, it's an interesting issue. It's an interesting <laughs> issue. Interesting issue. Oh, oh, uh oh. <laughs> when you start tap dancing around that, it's uh, not a great sign. He had petitioned the NFL to have an alternative treatment count as vaccination, but the NFL denied his request and has considered him unvaccinated since the beginning of the season. So, not great. His wide receiver, Devontae Adams, who is maybe the best player in the NFL is COVID positive right now. I don't know which direction the transmission went, but that's got to be pretty frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh. it's, it just seems to be people who are uh, ideologically predisposed to the not believing in vaccines or wanting to not believe in vaccines or believing that Trump was right about shit. And then people who have just never been told no in their lives. Yeah. That seems and, to be the, 
Andrew. Surely someone who freaked out at the thought of someone backing him up doesn't have deep-seated control issues that might relate <laughs> to acknowledging the pandemic as a real thing that has thrown their lives into a state of total out-of-controlness. Not that yeah. at all. Mm. But, you know, uh, it's, you see it everywhere. And it doesn't, I think that's where you really kind of see like the, there's no demographic necessarily, but more a mindset. Right. I'm immunized. That's a yeah. I'm immunized. <laughs> what well, I, I do, I really got to find out what what his alternative treatment is, because uh, that's something that I haven't really heard about. I've heard people claim that they caught COVID and now they. Are, I've got the antibodies. They have the antibodies, so get off my back. I I don't know about the alternative treatment that they're claiming. Unless it's like ivermectin. Colloidal silver or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like all homeopathic. Yeah. Keep hey, man, I'm just going to eat just blocks of zinc, man. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending uh, on this fine Wednesday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Real vaccine, not an alternate treatment. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.